is nothing more inspiring than a woman being unapologetically herself. The answers are all in your heart. She's waiting, she's waiting, she's waiting for you to set her free. Welcome to BU Podcast. I'm Jill Herman and I am so glad you're here. I was broke, insecure, and craved approval. But with grit, hustle, and sacrifice, I still built a successful multi-million dollar business. 10 years in, burnout, I slowed down and looked inward. In that silence, I discovered that the same level of success could have come to me with much less effort and so much more joy. That's when I threw out the expectations of the world and chose to unbecome every single thing I thought I was supposed to be. And the real me was uncaged. It was far from easy. And in this podcast, I'll offer my entire journey as a roadmap so that if you're ready, you can finally be you. So why don't we chat about apologies? Why is it so hard for some people to just say they're sorry? Why is it so difficult for some of us to not qualify it? You know, say, I'm sorry, but, or I'm sorry, but that wasn't my intention, or I'm sorry you feel that way, or I'm sorry, and then have a whole big story around it, or I'm sorry while holding on to resentment, or I'm sorry while I'm holding on to a grudge, pretending to say we're sorry, or just ignoring people. Why is it so hard for some of us to show empathy and truly acknowledge the other person, like see them and acknowledge their pain, their experience, whatever it is, even if we don't think we did anything wrong and even when we don't understand why they're upset. Why is that so difficult for so many of us, for I would say most of us? What does it mean? Like, why do we show up like that? And I'm also going to talk about the three key parts to an apology. And this is something I've been working on for a few years. And it's been really enlightening because I thought I was so good at acknowledging people's feelings, but I realized when I'm really honest about it that I do it conditionally. So not always and not with all people all the time. And there's a reason for that. There's some deep reasons behind that that have everything to do with me and nothing to do with the person or the circumstance. So I also want this to be an episode that helps you If you have people like this in your life, like how do you forgive them? Like there are people who are, they're never going to tell you they're sorry. They're never going to acknowledge what they've done. They're never going to acknowledge your experience or your feelings. They will never admit wrong, right? And even if they're not quote unquote wrong, they just won't even say that you're sorry, that they're sorry. They won't tell you that they're sorry they created that or caused that experience. So we're also going to talk about what am I making it mean when I apologize? What am I making it mean when I try to acknowledge and empathize, but I don't really get how they feel? What am I making it mean when she won't apologize to me? Because that's a big one for me. I can't stand it when people won't apologize. I hate it when they won't acknowledge what they've done. And I'm going to tell you where that comes from. So let's just start out with the difference between an apology and empathy slash acknowledgement. So let's say you and I are friends and I, without realizing it, do something to upset you, offend you, trigger you, whatever it is. And I don't just pick up on the fact that there's something wrong. You actually come to me and say, you know, that really pissed me off or I didn't, that didn't feel good to me or I didn't like that, Jill. So 
I'm going to show you what it looks like to acknowledge that person's feelings, even if I think they're being a drama queen, even if I think that they're just being ridiculous, even if I think that they're just making it all about them and they're always a victim. Because I know that's what some of you are thinking when people say that their feelings are hurt. I've had people say that to me. People of my own family have said they think it's drama. No, it's it's just called feelings. Like it's, it may feel like drama to you, you know, but to me, this is just me sharing my experience and my feelings, and I, I would like some acknowledgement. Even my need for the acknowledgement comes from somewhere very deep under the surface. But there's nothing wrong with needing that acknowledgement. It's the attachment to not getting the acknowledgement that hurts us and that is unhealthy. So I do this thing to this person. They come to me and they say that they don't like it in a nutshell. I could just say, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh, I didn't mean to do that. Gosh, I feel horrible. Sorry about that. That's actually not a bad apology. I could say, this is what you hear on the housewife shows. Yes, I watch the housewife shows. I don't care. Judge me all you want. I only have a couple that I like. I'm very particular about my housewives. I like the Beverly Hills housewife show, and I like the New York housewife show. I did start watching Dallas just because I was feeling like I wanted to fill my time (laughs) uh, with something mindless. Um, I can't say that I loved it. But anyway, on those shows, you hear a lot of this. Ready? I do something to you, and then my apology is, well, that was not my intention. (laughs) Don't you love it people say that? Mary, I don't care what your intention was. It doesn't matter. People think their intention means a lot. It doesn't matter. It may not have been my intention to hurt you. And by the way, if it were my intention to hurt you, would we even be talking? I love it when people say that. Well, that wasn't my intention. Well, of course it wasn't your intention. Otherwise, we wouldn't be friends because you would be a jerk. No one intends to hurt people. So let's just like take that out of our vocabulary. But you hear a lot of people say, especially on those shows, well, that wasn't my intention. Okay, what if we instead decided to acknowledge the experience of the other person, even if we don't understand. We didn't just say, oh gosh, I'm so sorry, shit, I really messed up. Will you forgive me? What if we added some empathy and we acknowledge their experience even more? Adding empathy would be something like, I can tell you're really hurting over that. Do you want to talk about it? Or I can really hear just through what you're saying that there's pain there, that that really didn't feel good to you. So I just want to acknowledge that. I don't, I don't have to understand it. And it doesn't really matter what I intended or didn't intend to do because how it landed for you was shit. And I'm I'm really sorry, Mary. I really am. Will you forgive me? Look, you're not cutting your right arm off. You're not setting yourself on fire for her, but you're apologizing. That's what adults do. That's what healthy adults do. And if we can't do it, how do we expect our kids to? And our kids are little and we're like, go tell Mary you're sorry. Give her a kiss. Give her a hug. Like we force them. But yet, we're not even doing genuine apologies to each other. It's so funny, isn't it, how we live through our kids? So acknowledging and empathy. Another example would be, if I don't acknowledge your experience and I show no empathy, it doesn't matter how beautiful my apology is. It's never going to land the same way. It'll be okay, but it would feel so much better for someone to feel that you are seeing them and you're not judging them. You're not looking through a lens of judgment because I've done that. I can't figure out why the hell they're upset, and I know that I didn't do anything wrong. So I'm looking through that lens. They can feel that when you're saying that you're sorry, or you just want to shut them up. Yeah, I'm really sorry. One time I was upset, 
And someone gave me sort of a fake apology. And I said, you know, I feel like that irate customer at the department store who asked for the manager and the manager just stands there with a blank face and then speaks the lines off of a script. That's how I feel right now. And they still didn't acknowledge my feelings even about that, right? So again, we can't judge the people who aren't good at apologizing or acknowledging because there are things that we're not good at and that we have as blind spots ourselves. So if we're going to judge them for not apologizing, it makes no sense. So just just make note of it. You know, find it interesting and ask questions about it. And you can even consider talking to them about it. I know that's scary. So many women don't like having bold, clear conversations. I love swimming in that pool. You know, just take a little pinky toe in there and just say, hey, I'm super uncomfortable. I'm like sweating bullets. I feel like I'm going to pee my pants, but I want to get something off of my chest and off the table for both of us. Brene Brown teaches a line that I use all the time. The story I'm making up in my head is, or the story I'm telling myself is. So you could say that the story, Mary, that I'm telling myself is that I'm going to upset you by pulling this out and asking you to like really talk about it. And I'm sure that's probably not true, but I'm worried. And I really want us to be clear. I know you feel like it's all cleaned up, but I don't. And I'm not understanding how I can move forward. Could you help me? Most people will go, yeah, of course. If they really are a friend, they're going to understand that you have different needs than they have. Now, if their ego is in the way, they're not going to get it and they will just dismiss you. And sometimes people do that. I, I mentioned on a previous episode that I had shared my feelings in a text thread with a friend and she completely dismissed me and said, I don't have room in my life for drama. So then when I responded by saying, oh gosh, I'm so sorry, I didn't realize that that was coming across as drama. I was just sharing my feelings. No worries. We can just talk about something else. She still didn't acknowledge my feelings or apologize for that. And I just made a mental note that she's not where she could be when it comes to that area of her life, and that's okay. And I will never again share how I feel about something with her because it's going to land on a pile of nails, okay? So I'm sure you all have people like this in your life, and maybe it's you because I've shown up this way in the past for sure. I have a member of my family who she's never wrong and she will never apologize. And I mean never, like never, ever, 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 ever times infinity ever. And the fact that I let it bother me is on me. That's my crap. It's me wanting to control. It's me wanting to get that love from her and get that whatever I don't think I'm getting, which is triggering something deeper within myself that I didn't get as a child, which has nothing to do with her, by the way. At the same time, I can't stand it, right? It's like, what the hell? You know, just say you're sorry. Just acknowledge that you messed up or acknowledge that even if you don't think you messed up, it didn't feel good to me. And so I remember what I've done many times is I've given to her what I want her to give to me, trying to show her, you know, like, I really don't even think I did anything wrong. But I said, hey, I want to say something to you. We were chatting about something else. I want to say something to you. Several months ago, I got a little snippy with you in a text about something. And I was just really tired and it didn't land well for me. And I definitely took it personally. I didn't like what you said to this other person I love, but I'm really sorry for overreacting like that. And instead of accepting the apology and going, oh, Maybe this is a chance for me to look at how I showed up in that conversation. Instead of looking at, oh, maybe 
this would be a segue into me also apologizing. Her response was to give me life advice on how she lives her life. And that's when I just had to laugh, not at her at all, but just laugh that I was even trying to get that from her because people cannot give us what they can't give us. They're never going to give us what they cannot give themselves and what they are not able to give anybody. So it doesn't matter how much we try, beg, bribe, plead, trick, they're never going to. It'll never happen. They have to have an internal shift. So you and I have to make a decision. Do I want that person in my life? And number two, if I do, this is who they are, accept it or not. It's not going to feel good. And am I going to hide and never acknowledge that? Or am I going to have that tough conversation and say, I'm not asking you to change. I'm just sharing with you my experience. Would you be open to hearing my experience? Okay. So when we look at why people have trouble showing empathy, um, of course, there are a thousand reasons sometimes people don't show empathy. But in this conversation, why sometimes it's difficult to empathize with the other person, sometimes it's because we don't get it. My husband used to say, I don't get it. And I'm like, listen, showing empathy has nothing to do with what you agree with. You don't have to understand. Yeah, but I would never feel that way. Like he couldn't get past his own ego. I understand you'd never feel that way, but I'm me and you are you. And so I'm hurting and I want you to show empathy. Yeah, but I mean, I, I'm sorry you feel that way. I think I'm, I'm sorry you feel that way. Like he could not do it. And if he were sitting here, he would one, be okay with me saying this because he's very self-aware and two, he'd be laughing. It's the whole, I'm sorry you feel that way. <laughs> anyway, hey, let me digress for a second. When we were talking about apologies and I talked about how to not apologize, that's an example. It's not just, I'm sorry that wasn't my intention, but I'm sorry you anything is bad. Don't do that. You know, I'm sorry you right? I'm sorry you feel that way. Or I'm sorry you decided to take that personally. Ew. Okay. So back to showing empathy. So one of the blocks is we don't understand why they feel the way they feel and we're stuck in our head. Well, our heart isn't confused, but we're so in our head and we're trying to apply logic to feelings. It's like taking a brain and saying, here, give the heart a hug. And the brain's like, well, why would I be giving a hug? And do I use arms or no arms? And what approach should I use? And you're like, oh my God, just fucking hug me, okay? So when it comes to empathy, it's about opening our heart to the other person without using our brain. It doesn't matter why it's happening. It doesn't matter if I understand. It doesn't matter if I approve or disapprove. It doesn't matter if I've ever felt this way before. It's irrelevant. This person is asking to be seen. They're asking to be witnessed in all of their glory, in a very uncomfortable moment, in a moment of vulnerability and perhaps pain. And they're inviting me to do that. My soul is inviting me to do that. God is inviting me to do that through what? Through this person. My creator is, remember, trying to bring me back home to my true and highest self and using this conversation with this person to say, come back come back. What would love do right now? What would love say? Get out of your head. What is your heart saying? That's why this is happening, by the way. And what about, so other blocks to showing empathy? Well, if I empathize with you, then does that mean I'm wrong? Because I don't want to be wrong. I think I'm right. I know you think I'm wrong, but I don't want to be wrong. And I think I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm right. So if I show empathy, is it a sign of weakness? 
Does that mean I'm weak and I'm not strong? What about acknowledging the person's experience or feelings, you know, seeing them, witnessing them, etc.? Acknowledging them is simply saying, I see you. I hear you. I feel you. That's all you, that's all you have to say. You actually could say to the person, okay, so I'm the one who messed up. And I say to this Mary, I totally hear you and I see that this is hurting and I'm really, really sorry. You can even add another layer. Now, this is going to be challenging. I'm really sorry that I somehow caused you to feel that way. You can add another layer by taking out the word somehow. I'm really, really sorry that I caused you to feel that way. I can tell that you're really upset and hurting and it doesn't feel good. And I'm very sorry. I mean, that could be done in 10 seconds. And not only will it go away, you've helped them heal. You've grown yourself and gotten yourself closer back to your true path, your true north. And then your relationship goes to a whole new level, whole new level. And by you giving that to that person, it actually does not make them needier. Some people think that, yeah, but then they're going to want that from everybody. Actually, here's what's interesting. The more often that people acknowledge them, see them truly in all their glory, and they empathize with their experience, the less they will need that. They will like it, but they won't really need it at some point. Now, much of that is also their own inner work that they have to do. But just this experience with people they care about can create a lot of change in their perceived need for people to acknowledge them. Does that make sense? So we have a block sometimes with empathy for those reasons. What about just acknowledging somebody? It's very similar to with empathy. If I acknowledge your experience, it's almost as if I'm acknowledging my wrongdoing. And if I'm acknowledging your experience, am I then discounting my experience? Because I have my whole experience over here, right? There's my version, your version, and then reality. This is where we have to get our ego out of the way. The person deserves for us to acknowledge their experience. Once we have done that, separate from that, we can also then ask them to acknowledge ours. If I come to you upset about something or hurt, and you acknowledge my feelings and turn right around, and I've done this, you turn right around and say, well, yeah, but let me tell you about my, this is what I thought. This is how I felt when you, you've just completely trashed that beautiful experience. Stop. Take a breath. Do it in a separate conversation. Circle back, as they say. Say something like, hey, I'm so glad we got that handled. Thanks for clearing that up. Not now, but another time, I really want to come back and share an experience with you that I think will be helpful to our relationship or something maybe I need you to offer me to help us really close this up and clean it up. Don't say, okay, so I had my own experience here and at some point, I would really like it if you'd come back and ask me how I feel. (laughs) Ouch. No. I just gave you an F. (laughs) I know I've done that, and I know other people have done that. That's a big no-no, and there are no rules here, but you know what I mean. Okay, so I made a note here on the, in my opinion, the three important parts to actually apologizing, Um, and before we say that, remind yourself to ask, what am I making this mean, right? Even as they're talking, they're telling you that you hurt them, and you could go into shame. You could go into being defensive. I feel like I'm a piece of shit. I can't get anything right. 
you know, of course, this is just confirming my story. Ask yourself while they're talking, what am I making this mean? What am I making this mean? What am I making this mean? I'm adding meaning to this. Just take their words for what they are. Don't let it get to your, remember we had the episode on identity versus role. They're not talking about your identity as a human, your soul. They're just talking about your behavior. What you did didn't feel good. That's it. That's all. I accidentally walk by and I accidentally step on your foot. I myself, my soul, did not say, I'm going to inflict pain on you. Ready? Now. I just accidentally step on you, but it still hurts like hell. The person's experience is the same. It doesn't matter what my intention was. And so they need a genuine apology, not a, oh, I didn't mean to do that. Well, it wasn't even that hard. I barely stepped on you. You know, they need us to say, oh my gosh, I am so sorry. I feel horrible. Are you okay? It doesn't look like you're okay. You know, just just observe and acknowledge and witness them and own it. Own it, own it, own it. So what am I making this mean? And how did I cause this? That's such a great question to ask. How did I cause this? Because you're going to, now, how did I cause this without shaming myself, by the way? You can't do what I've done before. Well, that means I'm a patient ship mother. You know, my kids would say something like, oh, yeah, well, I'm the worst mother ever. Sorry, you don't have a better mom. No. What am I making this mean? How did I cause this? What's, what's the, the, the highest truth about this situation? All right, so then after showing a bit of empathy and acknowledging them, how do I apologize? It's amazing how many people won't actually say the words, I'm sorry. They'll say, I'm sorry, but, or I'm sorry, you. I'm sorry, eye contact is a great apology. I'm really sorry. Hand on the hand. I'm sorry. I really, I really feel bad that I caused that. Okay, so an apology, three parts. First is acknowledging, splash of empathy. Number two, actually saying, I'm sorry, without a but, without a you after it, without anything else. And number three, you look inward at yourself. What is this trying to teach me? How did I cause this? What do I need to learn about myself? What got triggered in me in this situation? Is this the first time this has happened or is this a pattern? Is this a pattern? Have I seen this in my life over and over? Do I tend to have the same conversation? Oh, shoot, I do. And after looking at ourselves, making a genuine effort to show up differently. Making a genuine effort to show up differently. Some people say, an apologies, I've seen memes before, it's like, an apology is not an apology unless they change the behavior. They don't change your behavior, you know, they're dead to you. Okay, well, I mean, changing behavior is actually very difficult. It takes a ton of work usually. There's a reason they're showing up that way. But what if they're at least trying? Don't they get any credit for trying to change their behavior or getting a little bit better each time? That's the one thing that has really helped my marriage, us acknowledging the little baby steps the other person is taking. Because people are walking through all kinds of stuff that you know nothing about. And we usually picture that as being like, oh, they have all this sadness in their life or this major event they haven't put on Facebook. No, sometimes it's just their own head trash and their own pain and stories from when they were a kid and they don't even know they're there. It's this heaviness and this fog and this mask and these lenses they're seeing life through. They're doing the best they freaking can. Okay, they're just, they're trying. So 
in an apology, let's acknowledge their feelings, show empathy. Number two, actually say we're sorry. Eye contact is best. Even a hand on them would be great. Not following up, I'm sorry, with you or but or anything else. And number three, look inward. Use this as a time to say, thank you, God. Thank you, universe. Thank you for bringing this situation to me because I know you're trying to teach me something. What do I need to learn? All right, try it out. Let me know how it goes. And remember to be yourself, but don't ignore the parts of you that are trying to come through. Being yourself is not just being more of the you that's already out there. Being yourself and what we want you to really consider in this community is being yourself is allowing the true you to emerge and shine that you may have never seen before. And I know you and everyone else is excited for that woman to show up each and every day. Thank you so much for joining me on BU. I know there was something in this episode you were meant to hear, so let me know in a DM on Instagram at jillhermanbu. Be sure to subscribe to the BU Podcast. And if you have iTunes, I would so appreciate you rating the podcast and leaving a comment with your biggest aha or takeaway. Sharing a screenshot of this episode on your story is the best way for us to reach women just like you. And if you send a link to a friend, let her know what unique quality she has that the world needs more of. If this is your first visit, welcome to our BU Collective, where we get honest about what it takes to find our true self so we can set her free and start living.